the world was going up in flames that day, but then it really started going up in flames. And I was like, girl, you YOLO. <laughs> Y'all, you, if you don't start shooting them shots, that's true. Because I think what this is also going to do is this separation. And Van Lathan <laughs> put out a really good tweet about this. This separation, what he was hoping is it's going to drive people more together physically mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of focusing through a screen or yeah, for a sure. camera or something like that. So I'm excited about that part. Look, so I can either have my prison pen pal. Where I can have this man. Like, not you heard me. (laughs) You heard heard me. I mean, that's my options right now. What we doing? Baby. So we're back with another episode of XO Nicole Happy Hour. This is your host, Nicole Kane. And your co-host, Ammer. And your co-host Sheridan. What's it? Today's episode, we're of course, we actually had another episode planned today, but we decided just with everything that's going on in the world, I just feel like since last week, everything went to hell in a handbag. Like two weeks ago, Quick. we were <laughs> we had no idea this was coming for us. Y'all, y'all showed out. I had it y'all inkling. y'all you had an inkling. Yeah. Because I mean, I've been looking at this on Lipstick Alley through. Yeah, yeah. I've been looking at it on the internet. Alley. <laughs> you need to pop in this lipstick alley quite often. I need to check this out. Yes, they keep me aware and panicking with all these different <laughs> updates. <laughs> but they mentioned this back early early January. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I saw when like in the beginning they kept well not I don't know, Lipstick Alley, but like just on the internet, I kept seeing like Chinese people, they would be just dropping like yeah. to yeah. the ground, mm-hmm. random, which I still don't know what that was about because has, does, is that still happening? People just randomly dropping to the ground. Like, so right did. now um, I saw a CNN article that's saying that they're returning back to life as normal because they've been dealing with uh, coronavirus longer than we have. So it's probably been going on since 2019. You probably thought, oh, I had a bad flu, but then test for the flu. Mm-hmm. And what you probably had was Corona. You didn't know it. We're just now catching up on the data of it and that's you know because our idiot in charge decided to disband the people that we most need so that's why we're here but this has been going on for a minute yeah i mean i don't know whether whether to believe that china is getting back to normal because i just read an article today and they've been on lockdown since like mid-january so but there's different stories coming out of there i mean they just kicked the american journalists out because of some of the stories, they're like, you got to go. <laughs> yeah. But I heard that I a mean, lot of cases have recovered. Right. A lot yeah, of them. No, that, that for so, sure. Yeah. But I think they're still on lockdown. And so if they're still on lockdown, they've been on lockdown for seven to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for us? Well, it, it depends because their model for what they did to contain is way better than ours. Even if it doesn't look like that, it's way better than ours. Um, there was something on Twitter about how they built a thousand bed hospital just for coronavirus wow. in 10 days, which is something that the U.S. is capable of. Our army services can build like a 500 bed hospital. That's what they do, you know, when they're in war times. But we haven't gotten there yet. So we're behind. So it does. I don't know what it's going to look like here. And I think that's what they're afraid of. Do they do you think they took too? long to impose all these lockdowns absolutely took way too long (laughs) and this is the point of having that particular department in the in the cabinet they would have seen this coming 
they would have already ran the test to see and the models to know how quickly this thing was going to spread here. They probably would have already sent people over there, collected data. They probably would have already had the test ready, getting ready to come on out and then been working on a vaccine to come on out. We would have been behind the ball on that anyways. That's just what happens with disease. But yeah, like we're behind. We're, oh yeah. Oh, As a last, it's crazy because to be doing shit in 2018. So 2018. Wait, what about 2018? You got rid of um, the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. But it's funny Director. because as of last weekend, people were at day parties. They was at the clubs. Like I'm looking at Insta stories like, oh, ain't nobody taking this serious. And so then that's when those lockdowns started being imposed on all these different cities, bars, closing it because that's the only way they're going to keep people in. So here we are. Today's episode is about coping with coronavirus, like how we are just coping with everything that's going on. Everything has changed so tremendously for, I'm sure, everybody. Yeah, so, Sheridan, you still living your life freely and open? No, I'm, I'm at home like I normally do. <laughs> You're like, well, I'm running the mill. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you're like, oh, this sound, this feels like everyday life. Yeah, um, you know, working from home. Yeah. So TV we background. So we just want to dive into how we are personally coping during this time, self care remedies, how it's affecting our personal and professional lives, and more. But first, let's pregame. Can y'all paint the picture here? <laughs> and we, 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 to, we ain't never be drinking, y'all. No, we don't. We don't. We never have a drink in here. Like it's it's just it's more so the catch up that happens at wow. happy hour and not the drinking exactly. that happens at happy hour. You know what, y'all? I feel misled. You know what? You signed up for this because you thought you was about to get free cocktails. She thought she about to drink. I just thought we were gonna have a little clink clink sometimes. That's we all. Clink we're going clink. to. We we're Come going on, to. Girl. Okay. You want to clink? Oh, okay. Clink yeah. it up. Clink, 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 clink the water. water. Okay. <laughs> So first, I really love that you guys leave so many encouraging messages on Apple Podcasts. Shout out to y'all. Yes. We read all of them. Yep. And also you leave really great voice notes for us. So we want to play a few. Hey, oh my gosh, you don't even know how happy I am to hear that happy hour is coming back. I've been waiting from like 1st January, <laughs> from the time that I heard the last episode, I've been waiting. And I just want to thank you because I have learned so much from all of you on how to manage my money, on how to, you know, my credit score, everything. You guys are just doing a service to the world right now honestly really and you're making such a big impact and i love it i listen to you all the time from kenya and continue doing what you're doing you're you're doing so great for so many people out here and you've been my walking companion more times than i can count and thank you so much just thank you Okay, goodbye. I don't know how to end this. <laughs> Bye, girl. I feel like I've interacted with so her nice. on the uh, Happy Hour podcast Instagram page. Like, I have her a visual of who she is in my mind. But when I first heard her voice, like, I, was, I need she has such an amazing sexy, voice. Like, yes. I don't talk like that. Right. Yes. Like, I wish I could, like, sound like that. And I would just I mean, be snatching can I all of them like up. Like, you can, right yeah. You know, I mean, we got Diana, enough, we got enough time on on our hands we can practice we i can. need to practice <laughs> big shout out to kenya though y'all got y'all out there yeah we see you love her voice so because of this virus i have some time um, i wanted to kind of 
not necessarily well it's a topic that i always thought about um when it comes to the concept of um cheating i always thought that uh, men cheat because of opportunity and women cheat because of something that's lacking in their relationship so basically like a man i've always felt that a man uh cheats because the opportunity may present itself and sometimes they actually create the opportunity that's why uh, i think a man has the ability to cheat bef um, even before sex um that's why i think um when you are in a mature, healthy relationship, it, it's up to the man to understand uh, what point of their what part of their relationship that they're vulnerable. You know that that flirtatious coworker or or that person at the gym. Like the man, it's up to the man to recognize uh, when they're going to position themselves in a vulnerable situation. Um, as far as women, most of the time. I always feel like a woman cheats because there's something that's lacking in the relationship. Um, it could be, and it's not just sex. It, it could be um, spontaneous um, adventures, uh, uh, making her laugh, or or just unique things that are important to that woman that is, they feel is lacking. The difference is, though, I do think women give men the opportunity to fix it or, uh, or fill that void. Uh, but a lot of times, a man... Um, I feel like it's, where are we going with this sir? it's up to a man to recognize okay what's lacking and not to feel insecure about um, what they feel is lacking that's why I think um, when a woman does cheat it hurts a man very strongly oh, because a lot of times the woman cheated because of something the man isn't delivering and us men we know this um, that's why I think it's hard for men to overcome um cheating um, because we, we in order to do so we have to recognize that we weren't doing something that we should have been doing um, anyways it's just a thought in my head I don't know it, I, it's not even a topic it's just something that I, I thought about and curious to see um, if if any of you have ever thought about it and just to summarize what I'm saying is I, men cheat because of opportunity women cheat because something is lacking in their relationship I mean that thing can be anything uh, as far as um, romance um, humor <laughs> um, talent just whatever they, uh, is that value for the woman that they feel is lacking in their relationship oh and my name is um, it's pronounced Sean Rico but on um, IG it's your Okay. Psychiatric therapist. Thank you so oh, much. You I really love, love the show. And I just want to see what y'all about it. Oh, I know him. Not giving me these words. He's not a Is psychiatric he therapist. Oh, I don't know him in that way. I just saw him recently, like a photo of mine oh, on let me Instagram. See. Let's see. So, yeah. And I thought, oh, look at that. Um, what I mean? I have so many things to say. I, I don't know what to say. that was a whole thesis statement. I thought, I thought we were going to end with like a little like asking for our perspective. So he, I don't even know where did. to go. He, he did. did. He oh. asked for our perspective. Um, but he said a lot of things. There's a lot of layers in there. Oh, hey. So oh, I'm gonna hold on. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> While we do that, I'm going to try to hit. <laughs> some things that stuck out to me okay. one cheating is not gender specific and I think we need to stop doing that and I also feel like men feel like you know I can cheat because it doesn't come from a place of emotion it comes from opportunity which also excuses you from piss poor behavior mm -hmm. you have to take accountability for why you're doing what you're doing this whole thought process of men getting more hurt because of a woman cheating than when women cheat because men when, or then when women get hurt when a man cheats my thing with that is simply 
it's men don't have self value, so they put all their value some in some men, some men, or <laughs> men who, well, 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 I'll say if it's a, a man who cheats. Hold on, no, 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 I'm just saying they don't know because they're brought up to believe that the things that are external and material to who they actually are are the things that they should put value in: money, cars, houses, these types of things, and that gives them value, and that's where they build their value off of. When those things disappear because they're just material things, anyways. Some, sometimes they don't have anything to turn to the inside and say, hey, I'm valuable because I'm just me. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the way that their community, the male community uplifts them. It's very different than the way women does it. The women do it. So my point is just to say when a woman cheats on a man, he may take it harder, but it doesn't mean that it's any different. It just means you take it in a different way because of how you may value yourself or what you put value sex Men put a lot of value into sex when all of y'all got a penis, all of y'all got a tongue, and y'all all bumping around very similar ways. And I mean, as the expert in the room, because I mean, Keith, I, I have sex with men. Do you have sex with men? Okay, I do. So I can tell you, a lot of y'all doing the same shit out here. So that's what I'm saying. So to think that, okay, cheating is different because I'm a man, it may it, there may be some different feelings because of how you've been socialized or how you've been taught to value yourself but cheating is not gender specific so we need to stop with this whole oh there's opportunity there's plenty of opportunity out here for women mm, i can sure, easily go sure. find some stray penis out on the street and just be like hey what's popping it's a choice you have no. to make and you also are speaking in yourself uh, as if you don't have any self will to not do it you're just like oh there's opportunity let me take it like have some <laughs> self control Have some self-control. To be fair, he did mention that it's up to the man to not put himself in certain situations. This was up to everybody, (laughs) right? Like everybody has to put- It is, it is. But you're absolutely right. I I second the part where we- we have equal opportunity, if not more, because I feel like a lot of the time the ball is in the woman's court when it comes to sex. So using that as an excuse just doesn't work for me. That's my two cents. Yeah. I I mean, I don't have much to say. I just think as we get- to certain places in our lives as women, we just look at sex and just everything differently. And I remember Tracy G saying at our last pajamas and lipstick, she said something like it's easier to get sex than it is to get intimacy. Yes. And we, a lot of times, you know, as we grow older, we're looking for intimacy. Mm-hmm. Like yes. that's what, you know okay. what I mean? I think we're always looking <laughs> I mean, for intimacy. Yeah. Well, yeah, we it's just different. That's different. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It can go together, but yeah. a lot of times we fall for just the sex, but there's no intimacy there. So right. we, we're left feeling very unfulfilled. Well, I think people learn to try to I communicate mean, through sex and without having to do the intimacy yeah. part because you don't have to actually say words. Right. But there's some people that can. Yeah. And so a lot of men can. A lot of men can. A lot of men can. And they use it to build <laughs> intimacy, but in really it's not it's not there. So it's just I mean you I mean, can't use it only as the only tool to build intimacy. I mean, it's not the <laughs> only tool, is it? Like, is that the only tool they're using? So, no, what I'm saying is there are a lot of men that do use sex as their only tool. I'm not saying yeah. that there is the only tool at okay. their at their disposal. Yeah. I'm saying a lot of them try to just have sex with you yeah. and then give you nothing else. Yeah. No conversation, yeah, no for jokes, sure. no friendship, none of yes, the other things. I That's that. what I mean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, John Rico. I don't know. I don't know, John Rico. <laughs> I want. I just wanted to say. Um, I just. Oh Lord. I. And my father cheated on my mom, and I just. I have no tolerance for. Cheating. How did so? How did you find out? Um, uh, my mom told me first. 
And then I talked to my dad about it years later and he explained everything to me. Can I ask how your mom tell you? She was like, oh, he cheated on me. Just like I was that. like, I was like, why aren't you and dad together? Oh, okay. How yeah. old were you when you asked that question? It'd be like seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, wow, dad, why did you cheat on mom? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't know. Like, I just, something was missing. Okay. Did you know what cheating, mm-hmm. did you know what cheating meant? Mm-hmm. I oh, mean, okay. not like the sex part. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like a couple of years later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he did some terrible things. So, whew, Lord. With some people he shouldn't have been doing it with. And, you know. What age range were your parents in at this time? Early 30s. Okay. Okay. Well, I I don't know how much of this I should share because I got a pen pal today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a, a love note sent to me through email. Um, I don't know how much I can share, but I'll, I'll say just. <laughs> I'll just read a little bit of it. Um, <clears throat> you've got mail. Do the accent. I, I don't know the accent. Do a Did, voice. So, hey, Miss Nicole Kane. My name is spelled <laughs> wrong, but you know, we're going to forgive that. He says his name. I've been seeing you a lot since my situation and fell in love with you. I have huge crush on you, sweetie. Come on with the G line. The last I seen you was in the Essence magazine. Okay. I'm very interested in you. Look, my situation is unique. I was young, got found guilty by jewelry in a federal drug conspiracy (laughs) case (laughs) years ago. However, I'm a changed man now and legal. I'm known by a lot of rappers. I'm from New Orleans. You You heard heard me? me? (laughs) I have a big story a lot of people are interested in. My boy is similar to ABC series. Okay. Okay. So he tells me a lot of other stuff. Um, He's in prison right now, obviously, but I don't have life in caps. Okay. Just that's important. I'm just sitting here for a while. I get out this year after doing almost 24 years. That's in caps. That's important. Oh, I missed all of that. Yes, girl, 24 years. Yes. So um, anyway, you're so beautiful to me. I'm single, no kids, never been married, would love something serious with you, question mark. I have my own money also. So if you need anything, let me know. Oh, he got money. <laughs> How he got money, y'all? I don't hey, know. I would love. from inside. Go ahead. He said, I would love something <laughs> serious not. with you after building together like kids, a marriage. He goes, smile. You know, he a little charming. Oh. Time, would, <laughs> time would tell, I guess. Laugh not loud. Look me up at. Now he got, he, he posted On like. socials? He like four or five prison, like prison, dating prison. Like, I didn't even know they had social media for prison profile. So yeah, he dated yeah. his profile on prison inmates, loveaprisoner.com. That's Prisonpinpals.com. What's fun. the show? Pinacon.com. The, the like, women that uh, fall in love with the prisoners. What is, what's that show on? It's like on Lifetime or something. It's isn't on it? TLC. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Locked up. No, first. No, not first sight. No. Love, love after, after lockup. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Thank you, Keith. Yeah. So first of all, with all these uh, dating profiles on these different prison sites, like I, I had no idea prisoners were out here in these streets having a personal life like. This. Oh yeah, they on Facebook. Like I, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And oh, he also says, if you need anything, let me know. Okay, looking forward to hearing from you. God bless. Now I'm not gonna lie. Oh, and he got about twenty. You're prison not gonna pictures. lie. He got. He got, he got. A, he got a lot of photos. I mean, and I'm not even mad at the quality or the lighting or like. The oil. He's showing his best side. He made sure that really he had his more it. chestnut going on. Yes. Yeah, yes. a lot of shirtless <laughs> pictures, a lot of tattoos, Timberland boots. Yes. Um, he got some Nike gloves on. Yeah. I will, with the Nike 
Nike's matching little headband. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, the first the, brow. the first thing I thought because he did uh, bring up Sintonia. Is that how you say her name? Brown? Yes. Because mm-hmm. she was in the same issue. And I felt like he might have saw her love story where, the you know, she fell in love while she was in prison. Then when she got out, he he took her in. She had a home, all that. And I'm like, I don't know if he's trying to line up homes, but he did. Oh, definitely. You never know. Oh, you definitely. never know. But he like, shot he, men he, who are not in prison do that. They right. try to line up a bit. But he shot a hell okay. of a shot, though. <laughs> I mean, a hell of a shot. Like, Lord. But even with Sintonia, her husband was like, the Lord told him to, like, yeah, write her. Yeah, for sure. So. Didn't her husband used to date someone else, a singer, some singer from Total or something like that? Oh, okay. Was married to someone else at first. Before, yeah. I love their Instagram, by the way. It was a predator, but that's just me. Yeah. Who, her husband? mm -hmm. Oh. Well, there will not be any updates on this story. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just, that's just just not the route I'm trying to take with my life. But Um, he shot his shot, though. I can't even be mad at him. Commend him for the shot that he took. Like, it took me, I, I was caught off guard when I got, I don't even know. He got my email because he did email my main email. Well, they have internet access. Yeah, but I mean, I got different emails like mm-hmm. on my Instagram or whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't have this email on my Instagram. Oh, I see. I see. So yeah. I'm he like, put, he put things together to make yeah. it a whole picture for himself. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. You have to step to you correct. You I, know? I see. Well, okay. In the correctional <laughs> facility. You know? So that was that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know? So, okay. as we, we are a mess. As we mentioned earlier, this episode is about how we are personally coping with coronavirus. Coming into this episode, like when I first reached out to Sheridan and Aramur, well, Aramur was with it, but Sheridan didn't really want to do the episode because it's just so much negativity around, yes. so much anxiety, so much fear, especially if you log into Twitter. But I told her I didn't want to make this episode like a Debbie Downer. Mm-hmm. You know, we just talk about how we're personally coping. We'll okay. tell you some good things that are going on in the midst of all this. And, you know, we just wanted to be, to be a release from all the yeah. things that you were reading. I was like, Lord. <laughs> she was like, yeah, Sheridan said, I'm depleted. I'm, I'm just depleted. completely depleted. Yes. So uh, let's get into this happy hour. Let's get into it. <laughs> So before we get into how we are personally coping during this time, we want to drop a few resources. I know you've been hearing about all the negative things going, you know, every store out here is closing down where um, cities are going under lockdown left and right. Um, by next week, I'm sure no one will be able to leave their homes or if they do, <laughs> you know, well, let's hope like, yeah. you know, we'll have some kind of something because I hate it for the people who have animals. They got to go outside. Oh, I was like, I have an animal, but not like. Yeah, I mean, right now you can go outside. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we're not on a lockdown. Take a walk, yeah, Atlanta. Excuse me, Atlanta is not on a lockdown. Uh, South Carolina has a curfew that starts at eleven a.m. Goes mm-hmm. to six. Uh, uh, six a.m. They weren't doing nothing anyway. I'm. Wait, what time? Oh, is it you pre- yeah, you too. Is it, is it, is it eleven p.m. to six a.m.? Sorry, eleven p.m. to six a.m. San Francisco is on lockdown. San Francisco's lockdown. on twenty-four hour lockdown. Talked to my homegirl out there. She's like, "Girl, I'm still out." I was like, oh, "Okay, you gonna get um, locked up, girl? <laughs> girl, <laughs> trying to um, get out." New York has, I think, some sort of type of lockdown mm-hmm. situation, and then I don't know if Ohio does have a lockdown, but they have. I think they may have some sort of curfew situation. So, yeah. So a few good things that are happening because, you know, once they uh, the schools were let out for there's a lot of schools that are 
colleges I don't know what's happening with that I know I read a tweet from someone and she just said while they were on spring break they got an email that said I think this is like New York University or something that told all the kids they need to have their stuff moved out in a week yeah and they were on spring break so (laughs) so they have to go home I don't know what they're doing for foreign students to make sure they get home or Mm -hmm. they have the money to get home or students that don't have a home yeah Um, students Mm -hmm. who have just left foster care and now they're adults and now they're they're in college trying to Mm -hmm. And then, you know, of course, the school kids are home and a lot of them relied on public schools for their first two meals, you know, breakfast Mm -hmm. and lunch. So there's a Evelyn's Kitchen in New York is giving away meals to families who are in need. There's been a lot of celebs donating to Evelyn's Kitchen since she made this announcement. She's a small business, but like this guy, DeAndre Jordan of the Brooklyn Nets stepped up in a major way. And she announced today on Instagram that she'll be able to donate her meals for up to eight weeks. So he must have like okay, really, DeAndre. yeah, it came through. Mm-hmm. And so that's Evelyn's Kitchen in New York. You can look them up if you're in New York and need to get some meals for your kids. The small, well, what is it? The Small Business Administration? Or, yeah, or Association. The SBA. SBA. So yeah. the SBA is providing small business disaster loans to businesses affected oh, by nice. coronavirus. You can apply at disasterloan.sba.gov. As you know, like entrepreneurs, small businesses, restaurants, boutiques, everything is going to suffer during this time. And we don't know if it's going to be Two weeks is probably going to be way longer. Four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. It's just, it's a lot of uncertainty around. We we, we hope, like I've been planning for the best case scenario, but making sure I'm prepared for the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. That's the best Um, thing you can do. Peloton, I just got a bike. And I probably got it too late because they're probably <laughs> not going to deliver it until all this is over. I just knew I was about to get on my bike every morning because I'm like, if you're going to shut down the gyms, okay, I'm going to get on this bike. They're offering a three-month subscription to their workout classes. Did you Have you taken it yet? Um, I'm going to start tomorrow. <laughs> I'm so excited. They got hit classes. And you don't have to have a bike to take these workout classes, right? No, you do not. You can actually take the classes with having no equipment whatsoever. Yeah. Um, oh, but dope. I think it was recommended I by, I can't remember, some health organization that to take yoga at this time to help you with your mental health mm-hmm. so that you can get through being in the house. So, right, for yeah. sure. You can even do it on your lawn. There's no one that's not saying you can't go on your lawn, you know, when the yeah. sun rises and, mm-hmm. and do your stuff, you know? Yeah, for sure. I know people are wondering <laughs> about these taxes. The tax deadline has been pushed back to July for those people who make under a mil, which is a lot of us mm-hmm. out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and business owners making what under 10 mil, is it? Um, so no, the tax de- I think the tax deadline just got pushed back. I'm not quite sure about that. Let me not say that. What I do know is there's some kind of like relief up to a million dollars and for individuals or that own businesses and then up to ten million dollars for bigger businesses or something mm-hmm. like that. Best place to go is on the internet and Google IRS, and it has all that information mm-hmm. on there for you. And we're we're going to try to put all of this stuff in show notes. So if I can figure out how to do the show notes, y'all bear with us. We're still new to podcasting, but we're trying to put all these links in the show notes. So look in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Or we got the XOHappyHour.com website where we put all of our show notes as well and links on from all of our shows. On my personal IG, I'll be putting things in my stories just in, yeah. like, as I see them, I'll just be putting them in there. Shout out to Jasmine Crow. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She has a brand called A Gooder and they are providing emergency food to Atlanta public school kids mm. at various distribution sites across the city. 
Monday through Friday, 12 to 2. They also have these like pop-up grocery stores where they will be providing two weeks of groceries, like a drive walkthrough system. So families will be able to select meals. All will receive 20 plus pounds of fresh produce, depending on family size. I saw this just scrolling Instagram. Like, you know, I have no ties to her. Check out at T-H-E-G-O-O-D-R-C-O, the Gooder Co. on Twitter to find out all the locations they are providing food at. And to get more information, you can also get information on how you can donate money so that it goes towards the food that they're going towards these families. So people who are looking to help in any way, like really check them out. She's doing an amazing work out here in the community. So we're going to get into half the hour. <laughs> we just had to start with some of that good sprinkle, a little bit of good news there. So <laughs> how are you ladies personally coping with the news around coronavirus? I'm tired. I just want to log out of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm over it. That might sound insensitive, but I just feel like it's I've been hearing about it. It's not. I just it's, feel like I've been hearing about it for like months now. And I think that even though it's a very real reality, I do think that sensationalism of everything mm-hmm. is, is really um, eating away at my mental health. So I'm trying to do my due diligence and making sure I'm not as plugged in as I've been, but it's kind of difficult given the nature of my work. So I don't know. I'm just, um, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I mean, I deleted uh, Instagram last night and I made Twitter might be next because like every time I log into Twitter, well, I have two Twitters. I have one that's like, I'm, I'm following like a lot of venture capitalists and mm-hmm. business people and they, they're talking a whole different talk, but I'm, I feel informed. But then I have a Twitter for hello, Nicole. And it's people on there. Like they're just tweeting away out of fear, anxiety. Like yes. <laughs> yes. it's just like, it's a lot of fearful thoughts coming at me all day. Mm-hmm. And it, it put pulls me down in this deep, dark place. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, for my mental health, I'm probably going to not log into this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And I, and I want to log in and be informed and know what's going on. But I think also be aware of what it's doing to my mental. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, I just, I'm not buying into the panic and I'm not buying. Like, I had like a friend of mine send me that uh, voice note that had oh, been going yeah, around. Oh, yeah, like, person, the governor person. Like, voice note? It was like, it, it but that started last week because I was in a hair salon when that uh, So voice what it note. was was like a voice note from somebody claiming that they had friend, or family members that worked in various different positions that were not CDC or WHO or any of those other type World Health Organization basically trying to incite fear. And I'm thinking, this is the thing they tried to teach you in school, in primary school, all the way up through secondary school was how to be skeptical and how to question these things when they come. These people never say their names. They never say what position they're in. They ne- There's a lot that's missing in the information, but it is to incite fear. Mm-hmm. You have to be smarter than that. I know it seems and it feels like things are a little out of control, but coming from the healthcare background, these people are ready. They have been ready for this. They know what it is. They know how to deal with it. Healthcare professionals deal with way worse shit, way viral shit than this every single day. And you don't see nothing pop off. So I just kind of feel like, you know, you guys got to be, you know, use use common sense when you're reading some things and make sure you're reading it from reliable sources as well. 
as far as I'm concerned, like, I mean, I'm cool. I'm cool as long as my parents or my uncles or aunts don't get sick mm-hmm. or, or my grandmother. Other than that, I'm fine. I do have a family member that is currently sick right now. Um, she took the test, but they haven't gotten the results back because the test is slow. And she's um, at the hospital. So she went straight to the hospital. Okay. She didn't even wait. She was like, nah, I'm gonna go. And so when you go in and you uh, display symptoms, they keep you. So she's got to stay for four days or whatever. Um, There was a little bit of confusion in the beginning, but she's fine. She sounds okay on the phone or whatever. Um, She's just dealing with some symptoms or whatever. So just stay diligent in what you are reading and making sure that you're only paying attention to particular sources. CDC is a great one. Who is a great one? CNN, you know, it's good. You know, um, some of these news people are, they're pretty good, but, you know, just remain like calm when you're reading these things and use your common sense my Mm -hmm. heart literally be hurting like i'm like looking at press conferences every day Mm -hmm. of our idiot in chief talking and not really giving (laughs) me any new information um but just keep saying that oh this is unprecedented i'm doing these things that are unprecedented and um yeah just it just flares up my anxiety um I'm tuning out, guys. This is the last time I'm going to talk about coronavirus. So I feel like, yeah, you're doing things unprecedented because you had an unprecedented (laughs) response, you clown. Like, you didn't do it. We should be way ahead of this. There is no reason we should have been here. You didn't do anything. Like, and I'm sorry, anybody that votes for this man in 2020, don't even talk to me ever again. <laughs> Just cut, cut, cut the cord. It's, I don't. You know what's crazy? When I lived in Arizona, I, th- I believe Arizona is a red state. It might be. Yeah, I think it's a red state. Mm-hmm. But when I lived in Arizona, you know, I, I had a lot of non-black friends and when it came time for the election and I found out, you know, who was voting for Trump. I mean, it changed everything. I had me looking at people like, you know, I just with the side, I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. Yep. People relate to him strictly based off of uh, skin color or their proximity to whiteness, not knowing that it's not your whiteness that makes you like Donald Trump. It's actually your, your economic status that makes you so much further away from him. So if you can understand that, like you can you can be clear about thinking, but people will vote against their best interests thinking, you know, yeah, other things. So I will say you guys know that we we were looking forward to our pajamas and lipstick. I mean, I have never been so excited <laughs> about an event that we've had or was putting on in my life. And I think because um, we put so much into the planning Um, We were actually filming a pilot of a TV show. I mean, it was definitely we were going on tour and, you know, we had to cancel or postpone at this point. Um, It's at this point, I'm going to refund all the uh, I'm going to refund everybody their money for the tickets Mm -hmm. because we don't even know when a rescheduled date can happen. You know, uh, the sponsor, some of the sponsors we had don't even want to align themselves with an event before June because they don't know what's going to happen over the next few months. And so I think during this time, it's, um, it it was a, I was, I was kind of disheartened because I did want to be around all these amazing women and all this great energy, you know, it's, it's a vibe, right? It's a vibe. It's a vibe, vibe, you Mm -hmm. know, but I think also God was telling me I need to slow my life down. Um, because I had so much going on at one time and 
Uh, so for that, I'm grateful, even though I had to cancel things, I got to refund money. I don't know when we'll be able to do this event. It's the least of my worries. Now I'm like, okay, what is God trying to tell me during this time? What can I tap into? What needs to change in my life? And so I'm more focused on that right now. Like just, you know, um, when I went to Arizona, you know, when I went through my transition from Nicole Bitchy to Exxon Nicole, I spent a lot of time alone which is what we're all going to have to do (laughs) over the next few weeks. And that's when I went through this major life transition. And I think we all like, even though right now it seems tough, I think it's going to be so many great changes in our lives. Like I've connected with so many of my friends I haven't talked to in like years. We've been on the phone for four or five hours and it feels good. You know what I'm saying? I got so caught up in work and planning and you're always trying to get to the next milestone that you you forget the people around you. So in a that's been a positive thing that happened in my life, like just re- reconnecting with so many people and having a chance to slow down and just center, recenter. Well, I haven't experienced slowness, so I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> if anything, I just feel like I just feel like I said a constant state of overwhelm. I think given the changes that are happening unexpectedly on the work end, it seems like we're scrambling a little bit to see if uh, a bag that we secured can stay secure. Yeah, <laughs> so. I mean, what's happening right now, <laughs> I, I will say, even though we have like, you know, you might have sponsors pulling out from maybe events or, but I'm noticing we, we, we're getting a lot of um, sponsorship inquiries in mm-hmm. this year. Like we, we've gotten so many people coming to us ready to do business. And it looks like people are trying to shift their money back online because everybody's online right now so now we're getting all these like different uh, advertising inquiries and sponsorship and brands hitting us up just trying to see how they can you know when this is all over how can they work with us because everything's kind of shifting I mean girl boss rally went from a big conference to now they're rolling out a digital conference everybody is that was having a conference this year is going digital yeah so obviously we're going digital with pajamas and lipstick Even the, um, village market, her. the village market yeah. is going digital as yeah well. for sure but i want to focus on blowing pajamas and lipstick out the water we're about to turn that into a digital show we're about to uh, launch the website in a few weeks and really just put my focus there because we just don't know you know so yeah. i want to focus my, my energy is always thin across three different events podcasts <laughs> five different video series I'm like let me just focus on something this year you know what I mean mm-hmm. for sure <laughs> I think now is it oh, I can't wait for the innovation to come out of this and I think people yeah. need to be paying attention to that yeah. they need to be paying attention to these companies who are still out here and still producing some results um looking at IT looking at tech looking yeah. at fintech all these different things I'm really excited to see what these creators what's about to come out in the next week because I know they're home creating right now and the content's going to be amazing so if you if you are saying you're this innovator if you're saying you're this creator create innovate watch what's happening look at patterns watch how people have changed their lives and start figuring out this is the time if you ever had an idea that could change the world this is it like this is what this looks like so do that thing put it out in the world let's see what happens because you never know what's going to come out on the other end of this thing I do understand when you're in that state of what is happening next is hard to create during mm-hmm. that time. You mm-hmm. know, it can it's be. hard yep. to center. It's hard to produce. 
So if you don't have anything, if you have an empty tank, don't force it. No. That's another thing. Because I feel like there's a lot of people on Instagram that feel they have to still be posting every single day and in front of people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you don't have anything to say, or if you, you know, don't, you don't have to force it. I don't have anything to say right now because I'm kind of depleted of everything that happened this week. So I'm not about to go on Instagram and post up for you guys when I don't have anything for you. And just because my peers might be posting and saying things and getting engagement, I'm just trying to refill my tank right now so that I have something Same. for you. Same. <laughs> I don't, I'm not really on the creative wave right now. I'm on the rest up wave. Because okay? <laughs> sis is tired. I went I, I went and loaded that, I went and loaded up on so many candles out of Target. I probably brought up their whole aisle. And Was I did it not, you that brought up the whole aisle? Probably, probably well, girl, you don't be you don't be shopping at my Target. That's true. But my target candles was trash. Girl, I better go it to home. Um, you better go like, to Home Goods and get you a giant candle for six dollars. Stock up, like so, on our necessities. Yeah. Candles is not one of them. Candles is a gone. necessity. Candles, yeah, it's a self care. I didn't necessity. know if people were gonna grab them like the toilet paper. Amber, how's it affecting you as a mom? I mean, it's cool. I I like when my son is around. Sometimes he gets on my damn nerves, and I'm just <laughs> not gonna lie to you about that. But we have started doing yoga in the morning. So we do okay. yoga in the morning and then he does his lessons for the day. But I noticed that there was a lot of tension around him doing that work. And so I was like, let's just do some yoga in the morning. And I'm teaching him how to get centered when he's starting to get frustrated. So all the things the teachers were emailing me about now have an opportunity to be like, OK, so this is what you're going to do when you go back to school. He's fine. You know, he reads books like I do. Um, We're going to probably do some TikTok videos or something. You're probably going to see us (laughs) on my Instagram stories. His birthday just passed. He's 11. So we're going to do the things. But I don't really have like I see all these parents like really, really stressed out. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't have that problem, especially (laughs) multiple kids. You know what I mean? Right. Again, we were just talking about the last in the last podcast. There's friends of mine that actually come home and they sit in the driveway so that they can have their time. Now they're home with these kids all day <laughs> yes. long. No yes. escape but the toilet. But look, there are tons <laughs> of things out there. Scholastic has tons of free things. There are tons of museums that have free museum tours. There are tons of parks that have free park tours. There are, um, I think ABC Mouse has like a, a free code that you can get on there and put your kid on there. There is stuff for these kids to do. So line it up so they can I'm, be out your face. I'm about to... Be a nerd and like look at these walking tours on YouTube. I'm about like to look I'm at them. and act like I'm in a different country. <laughs> yeah, and walk they, around my house, right? Because they, they, they look like you know you're walking through a city. And it, it's filmed. That's what so they that, play at my nail shop. Yeah, those, I love those. I'm gonna start looking at those. I'm gonna start taking some. What is it called? You to me. Is I don't it, know what it's called. I you never... did Demi. Yeah. Those courses. I'm going to take some of those. I'm going to be on Skillshare. Like I'm about to learn a language yeah. right now. About There's, to learn how to, about to learn how to work these Facebook ads. Like there's so many skills I could be learning. They're doing during free concerts. Time. John Legend's doing a free concert. There's a chef. I think he's a Michelin star chef. He's teaching free cooking classes. There's stuff for y'all to do. Yeah. And for me, like just being, you know, a uh, the boss, I guess, you know, I never like calling myself that. But no. at this point, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stay sane and centered just for, you know, because it starts with me. And if I get into a panic or anxiety, it trickles down to everybody. So it can be difficult. It does. Yeah. Because <laughs> I notice I don't get depressed like I used to. And a friend of mine gave me a very, they said today, they were like, I think you should get a therapist right now while you're at your high. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's versus yeah. versus when you get to because your low so much so I, to have to dig out right mm-hmm. so get it while you're at your high you're you're feeling well you're optimistic things mm-hmm. are going well versus like when you're like in a state of distress and mm-hmm. so you're just looking for anybody you know what I mean my <laughs> therapist is doing telesessions she wasn't even playing she sent out an email right. last week she was Love like you want it. a telesession you can get one yeah I definitely so shout out to therapy for black girls <laughs> you know I'm gonna go in there look at their directory my routine and why I have not dealt with depression and things is because I got a game type self-care routine. So every morning before I start work, I, you know, go to the gym and I do my cardio, I lift weights. And that's why I, I this isn't an ad for Peloton, y'all. <laughs> Not Pel- What is it? Peloton? Peloton, yeah, yeah Peloton. whatever. This isn't mm-hmm. an ad for Peloton, mm-hmm. but I got a bike because I know a, a few friends of mine have it, but I like the community of it. Like it's like a black girl magic Peloton Facebook group. And so everyone adds each other's leader names on there and they take rides together. And so I like the whole, cause I could have bought any bike, you know, I could have yeah. bought a bike off of Amazon or whatever, but I like the community of it. And that's what sold me in. So I'm excited to whenever it get here, probably going to take three months to get here. I mean, I'm probably not going to need it by the time it gets delivered at this point, yes. right. but I can't wait to take my little morning rides now. There's, um, a lot then, of, there's a lot, lot of, of articles. Windows. You funny. There's a lot of articles that have come out about Peloton and like what their market share is getting ready to oh, look like. Oh, I already so, bought some shares. Boop, boop. I already bought some right. shares. That was the first thing I did, I bought the bike, then I bought some shares. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm again, I got my candles. Candles lit right now. Y'all came in here. What did it feel it like when you came in my apartment? so felt good. like a warm, now it's like, inviting ambiance. Thank you. I'm about you. to take my shoes and off. And so back in December, right? Back in December, I was sitting on my couch and I had an epiphany that I had been living in Atlanta for a year, but I didn't have really no paintings on the wall, didn't paint, like I didn't have a dining table. And it was almost like I was treating my space like a temporary dwelling. And I was I was like, for you, for things to really change in your life and you start to attract the love you want and the friendships you want, you have to make your space a home. You have to look like you want to be here for a minute. And so I took the last two or three weeks of December. I put paintings up. I painted my walls. I'm into feng shui. And so I I painted some of my walls gray. Some of them are purple. And that's for royalty. It also attracts mm-hmm. abundance mm-hmm. and the prosperity. The very cute yeah. in there. Very <laughs> um, cute. So I'm definitely into that. Um, I got a dining table because I, I was like, if I'm going to attract the love I want in my life, I mean, we got to like have somewhere to eat dinner. You and know, did, you ever, <laughs> did either one of y'all ever hear older women talking about if you want a man, you got to prepare your house for yeah, one? Like I, I had to, to that. I, I took, it's the truth. I, I, I took, I mean, we got a bunch of those articles on our site, right? But I even switched up my bedroom and made it more romantic looking. You know I what I mean? That, I did that when I, when I, I left my job. I did that. I changed up my bedroom because I was like, I know I'm going to be spending a lot of time at home. Mm-hmm. I, if I don't feel like being in here, nobody else don't want to be in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I changed the whole energy in every Deep. single room, like every single room. I even switched out my shower curtain, mm-hmm. just changed the energy. And and so I, I hope you guys felt it's an inviting yes. space. Yeah. Sanctuary. <laughs> I feel like you could host your own like little girls night with your hey, home girls. Yeah. Like, we'll real. do that. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with some drinks. Yeah, and it's funny because I never, I never would invite anyone over before because mm-hmm. I was like, I ain't got no dining table. Stuff is just everywhere. This isn't just, it doesn't feel like yeah. anything. Now I can invite you guys in because I feel 
home hey, i feel like this is home mm-hmm. yeah so with that being said i mean what's going on in your personal life how is this period like affecting dating or especially y- y- internationally <laughs> yeah because i mean sheridan's in a new relationship what's happening with this during this time i mean it's again it's business as usual <laughs> <laughs> um we're still facetiming we're still WhatsApping, texting throughout the day. We're still audio calling. I'm still going to visit him at the end of next month. Do you have any concern about Mexico's? Uh, there were rumors that Mexico may be closing its borders. What? <laughs> <laughs> and it was a rumor. I don't know that that came out of a real. I just because you know I watch the travel you know thing. You know what though? I wouldn't be surprised because of how we be doing them. Right. Um. So it, it's like a. Two for two like, type But thing. for how long? Don't know. I didn't get all the way into it. I was like, damn, I got to talk to Sheridan. But I was also like, I mean, um, can I, I don't wait know how until many... I'm in there? Like, and then I can just, I'll be cool with it. Mm-hmm. Being closed well, up I mean, for sure. You got to do what you got to do, girl. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. I don't know how many cases they have or anything like that. Yeah, I, I know Canada is keeping their borders open, but to us at least. So I could see that happening, but it's not because, you know, Love is universal. Love will survive and conquer anything. Come on, girl. <laughs> Come on. You better you better talk about that love, girl. You know, this is what I'm doing. This is my self-care affirmations because I don't have time for y'all to sprinkle all this doubt and negativity on my life. So who is spring, sprinkling people, doubt and negativity? Like just the news, everything. Oh, like, that's yeah. general. That's I'm, I'm like, saying. hold on. <laughs> I'm generalizing I mean, it. I'm generalizing. The whole thing can be a mind fuck, but like if you just change your thought process, exactly. you're not sick. So figure out ways that you can be helpful. Yeah, Yeah. I just want to I want to continue to be informed, but also my mental health to be in a great space. Yeah. Yeah, So I um, (laughs) trying to figure out like I be feeling nervous when I start talking about my like my life life on the podcast. But last Friday, amongst all the craziness, we had to cancel, you know, pajamas and lipstick, put the statement out, all this stuff. But I got asked out on a lunch date. And oh, so I'm like, <laughs> I would have went. I would have went. I was like, girl. Yep. So I'm like, and I had to like make edits to the podcast for um, like, you know, our sponsor. But my computer kept freezing. I'm like, am I going to miss out on this date? over this computer freezing or am I gonna go on this date it might be feel you like know. your computer was like Nicole it's a date sis during the so, day yes I will say I had a uh, a me it, it, it was with someone that I've been kind of been crushing on from afar for like three years but I've always like I've flirted a little bit but I've always kept a distance because I'm trying to get my footing in my career and just in a place where I'm mentally ready to you know, accept someone into my life. So I think this would be the perfect time to kind of get to know this person better. But I, I noticed I was dealing with fearful avoidance. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Can you explain what that is? So it's basically you get into a relationship and before anything goes wrong, you go ahead because you're afraid that the person's going to leave you. So you leave them first. Yeah. So I kept like leaving messages on red and just afterwards, just this fearfulness started coming in. And I knew it was because I liked this person. I really enjoyed our lunch date and I just really want to get to know them better. But yeah, the fearful avoidance, abandonment issues, like all those little things started creeping in. And I was like, girl, first of all, I'll say this. 
there was a man that changed my life. I went out on a dinner date with him, a breakfast date with him. And I mentioned this in another podcast, but I don't think it ever published. I went on a breakfast date with this guy back in 2014. And he was one of the amazing men that I've ever met in my life. And after that, I was like, this is the type of people I want to attract in my life. So I went to Arizona to kind of shift who I was and become that person I wanted to attract. And so I'm like, I've done all this work on myself. I've become a completely different. All my friends tell me you are a completely different person than you were in the Nicole bitchy days. And so I need to let myself know that you deserve this. Mm -hmm. You changed your life for this. You know what I mean? For a man like this. Mm So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of journal entries happening over the next few days. If that was me, (laughs) if I was where you at, I'd be writing therapy. Like, girl, why am I? Why do I keep doing this? Yes. Help me. Yes. I have to process all those thoughts and and then get through it and face the fear. I jump off a ledge for my career every Mm -hmm. single time. Mm -hmm. But but I'm going to jump off a ledge. There's still comfort there because there's still a little bit of control you can put over that. You can't put a control over somebody else. You can't control another human's feelings Mm -hmm. and how they're going to react to certain mm-hmm. things. So it's a scary place for me to be in because oh, I have yeah. to be vulnerable. And I think that's what, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sharon. Oh, Sharon, no, I'm, you I'm, have not it. Saying, I'm not saying a lot. I just, <laughs> you know what? Sure, it, it's, it is scary though. Like even me putting myself out there, I want a relationship with this man, but at the same time, I am very fearful of it just because of where we live. And there's a little bit of uncertainty looming around the fact that we're not sure who's going to move for who, for example. Yeah. But I think that's what love is about. It's about taking a risk. Mm-hmm. You can't get the reward without the risk. For so. sure. Yeah. And then, the, then the, the world was going up in flames that day, but then it really started going up in flames. And I was like, girl, you love. <laughs> Yo, if you don't start shooting them shots, that's true. Because I think what this is also going to do is this separation. And Van Lathan (laughs) put out a really good tweet about this. This separation, what he was hoping is it's going to drive people more together physically Mm -hmm. instead Mm -hmm. of focusing through a screen or a camera or something like that. So I'm excited about that part. So I can either have my prison pen pal. Where I can have this man. Like, not you hurt me. (laughs) You hurt hurt me. I mean, that's my options right now. What we doing? Baby. We're not doing that one. one. But I do think it's important because my best friend tells me this all the time. Like, you have to do certain things in order to tell the universe or God that you truly want those things Mm -hmm. to happen. So, like, if I say no to a trip or something, it's like, and I'm saying I want to travel, I'm doing something that's opposing what I'm telling the universe or God. Yeah, for sure. So it's like, yeah, I, I do think that that's why it's important to take them down. Yeah, and and I mean, honestly, again, I, I write down what I desire all the time, and and I see it coming into my life. It'd be sitting right in front of me, like mm-hmm. it's everything you just wrote down. You know what I mean? And and yeah, it's I, hard. I'm, it's yeah, hard. I'm gonna jump off the ledge, you yes, guys. Girl. I'm gonna. It's hard. Bungee jump. Yeah, I, ca- I can't. Nicole's happy hour. <laughs> if you're loving what you hear so far, please drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and show us some love on our Instagram at XO Happy Hour. If you have something you want to share with us, we want to hear from you. Leave us a voice message on the website, xohappyhour.com. 
We listen to them daily and even respond to a few. Oh, and I want to say real quick, we don't know if we're going to keep the podcast recording over the next few weeks. We're taking it week by week, so don't be coming... Don't be coming for Don't our next. For us. <laughs> we, we, we have plans, but we we going to watch this situation. Yeah. Or I may, you know, put out a few that we've recorded and we just never yeah, put out. So if you hear me telling that story again about the guy that changed my just life. Just act like it's brand just new. Just act like girl. it's brand new. Because that, that was from one of the podcasts that we kind of trashed. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one, too. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. And always check out exonicole.com for all other updates.